Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. Today we're talking... Eyeglasses. Eyeball glasses. Eyeball glasses. Natalie, what are eyeglasses? Eyeglasses are vision eyewear consisting of glass or plastic lenses in a frame that holds them in front of your eyes. And it would typically utilize a bridge over your nose and hinged arms that rest over your ears. That is a very specific definition. Okay. So first of all, Vision Eyewear to me sounds like a streetwear brand. Because that differentiates between like that and like S&M blindfolds. Because those are eyewear, but they're not Vision Eyewear. So you could also... You wear it over your eyes, but also you can see through it. It's not like... Safety goggles. Goggles? come into contact with your face and they have a strap around them yeah oh they rule I lo- why didn't we do goggles your eyeballs would get so sweaty if you wear goggles all day i have to wear goggles sometimes when i'm doing stuff in my office because i do stuff that's heinous sometimes and so i had to like protect my eyeballs right well you do i hate it so much though i hate wearing goggles so much they fog up they They're make your they make your eyes feel weird you can never get them all the way clean mm-hmm. now i had a buddy in middle school, the poor guy broke his glasses. He played some sport. I think it was basketball. And so, and these were the days before you just email your eye prescription to China and three days later you get a little envelope with your $10 eyeglasses. Right, right. <laughs> this is before those days. Mm-hmm. So for like two weeks to school, he wore these goggles and they were orange colored. Like the lenses were orange, like Bono. Oh, that sounds and sassy. So he had to go to school and they looked like swimming goggles. <laughs> yeah. And they were prescription. So they were made to see through, but they were also orange. Uh-huh. I don't know how that helped them on the court because the basketball's orange. Why would they be orange? It, is there like blue light problems on the court? Well, see, I don't know because other kids... You're not a baller. Yeah, other kids would just raw dog the ball court. Right. No, <laughs> no goggles at all. Wouldn't that make it so that basketball was invisible? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it makes him a better basketball player because he has to, like, get in tune and, like, sense the ball. Yeah. And so it makes him, like, be, like, a baller, like, at a molecular level. Like, he is, like, the essence of basketball. <laughs> like, he doesn't even need to see it. Like, he, he just knows where the ball is. <laughs> That's what I imagine it must be like. But yeah, he he was on another. He was like the next Michael Jordan. He could have. Is he been. famous for basketball now? Can we look him up? <laughs> you know, I grew up in the suburbs of Cincinnati, and so on. His name is Mike Joe. <laughs> his name is Mike. <laughs> oh. Like seventy-four percent of the boys I went to school with were named Mike. Mike. Yeah. Yeah, and he had a very common, like top ten last name. So. Mike Williams. I mean, like yeah. seven or eight more and you'd get it. I <laughs> I don't, I mean, if it's you, shout out in the Discord. <laughs> Are you the best basketball player now? Are you the molecular basketball player? Hit up hashtag basketball in the Discord. And if you're not a member of Discord, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. It's in black and white. It's better color accessibility, even if you're wearing orange sporting goggles oh speaking of the discord this episode of about eyeglasses was suggested to us by mr hunky chungus purveyor of fine episode ideas thanks hunky if you want to suggest an episode hit up the discord 
We have a real channel in there, hashtag topic suggestions, and you can give us topics to talk about. And if you're not a member of the Discord, fuck you. Right. We don't need to do anything for you. <laughs> glasses are typically used for vision correction, like reading glasses or prescription lenses. Sometimes people wear glasses that just have regular lenses that don't have prescriptions just because they want to look cool like people who wear glasses. <laughs> yeah. And then there's also sunglasses, which is when the lenses are tinted to block out the sun and prevent you from frying your eyeballs. Sometimes they have like the glasses with the tinted lenses that like change with the light. Transition yeah. lenses. I had those when I was a kid. They asked me if I wanted them and I was like, sure, but that's too much power to hand to a fourth grader. Right. I found that the glasses never really lightened up all the way indoors. Uh-huh. And then they never got dark enough outdoors. I feel like transition lenses give you a real Jeffrey Dahmer vibe. <laughs> well, they would have because they were Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. They were like his fucking chloroform sniffing murder glasses. Right. It was right. absolutely Yeah. Like a Dahmer look. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably before he um, made that look unpopular. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because they caught him in ninety in the 90s, 90s-ish. In the 90s. Turn of the century. You know, there's something always, and this is just, I've had to wear glasses since I was a kid. I think it was first grade when they started lining us up in desks and making us look at the chalkboard. And I was like, fuck is your problem? Would you write bigger? And I remember I complained about it and I complained for probably the first week or so of first grade. And then somebody's like, wait, you can't see, can you? <laughs> Cause like in kindergarten, they always just handed us shit and we just do it. And it's right in front of your face mm -hmm. and BD. So I went in and I got the glasses and it's fine. Never caused me any problems. But I kind of think if people are walking around with glasses, with nothing in the lenses, it feels to me, it's totally fine. I don't actually care, but there's just a part of me that's like, you are stealing glasses valor. <laughs> like, you were out here fucking around. Do you know how often I have to clean mine to get the eyebrow grease off them? Cause I'm such a greasy bitch. <laughs> Uh, like, and you're going, you're putting yourself through this and you're out there pushing up your non-working glasses on your nose 11 times a day just because you think it makes you look more fly. Like, it's such a weird choice. But on the other hand, I mean, I understand why you look like me because I do look pretty fly. Yeah, I mean, they, they give your face context and structure and contrast. Mm -hmm. And so you, you are able to pick a shape to add to your face. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I'm like very, I lean really heavily on my glasses to like look a certain way. I lean super heavily on my glasses. Like, first off, it's like not an option for me to not wear glasses. I'm not going to not wear glasses. Like yeah. my my eyes are like, the color of my eyes, My I don't know, my eye doctor told me the color of my eyes is a, is a particular color that gets dried out real easily. And so when I wear contact lenses, it's just like they dried my eyeball. It's super fucking uncomfortable. I'm not going to wear them. But I lean real heavily on my glasses and I need them to be like the weirdest, biggest glasses I can find. I've taken, I've gotten glasses frames from one place and brought them into my preferred glasses grinders 
like a very gourmet way oh, yeah, picking out your eyeglasses. That's how I am too. Just because you'll go in a place that might do a good job at making the glasses, but everything in there just looks a little pedestrian. Right, yeah. That's that's the problem is it, it's very much like, it's very much like a receptionist look in the ladies department of the glasses. It is all like very, like not, you need to go like two more, two more steps, three more steps before I'm like going to be turned on and I'll buy these glasses. And the other problem I have with women's glasses at the regular eye doctor is that they make them for ladies with little Barbie heads. <laughs> and so I cannot, even if they did have a pair of glasses that I liked, they are going to be little teeny on my face and they're going to make me look like a Momo. My, my glasses are 145, which is basically the minimum. I can I can get I think that's 145 millimeters. Mine are 135. Yeah, the only I I like to get them pretty big because then this sounds crazy, but you can see more. Yeah, right. Because you got you got. Yeah, big windshield, baby. I got. uh, I think you bought some Kazals. These are glasses that have a very large, very thick frame. Uh I liked them. I liked the idea of them. You bought them. You were going to put some lenses in them, whatever. And I was like, whatever. These are like these would look fine on me. I just couldn't make them work. I felt like I was doing. uh, Who's the guy on Yo Gabba Gabba? I thought I was cosplaying DJ Lance. DJ Lance. (laughs) Yeah, I felt like I was cosplaying him. I got those Kazals and I was going to get lenses put in them because I was like, I want the fucking biggest glasses, guys. I got them, and they're, but they were so big that there was too much frame on the outside, like on the outside edge of where my face was. And so I felt like they made me look like I was cross-eyed. Well, I am cross-eyed. <laughs> so I think it, I think that may have been part of it. Maybe that's part of why, that's part of why they just didn't hit. You know, I went in, I went into the eye doctor a few years back and she said you're cross-eyed and i was like (laughs) and she's like no i mean your eyes are your eyes are crossed it's like a real thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's like here and she held up a pen and then she had a, a little paddle and she would move it back and forth from one of my eyes to the other she's like is the pen moving and i was like well yeah it's in different spots for my different eyes And then she was like, so that means you're cross-eyed. And I was like, oh, I get glasses prescribed that are less strong than they need to be, which doesn't work. Yeah. It means I can't see that well. Uh But my eyesight is naturally not very good. I have improved sight with my glasses, but it's not like laser sight. I wish my sight always looked the way it looked when I put on my first pair of glasses the first time and like stepped out of the eyeglass shop and looked around and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I remember I had glasses when I was in first grade. They did like the eye checkup at school and they were like, she needs glasses. And so my mom took me in and I got glasses. And I wore them for first grade and second grade. And I guess at some point I just stopped wearing them. And I did not wear glasses third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade. I did not wear glasses until my junior year of high school. And then I and then my eyesight started getting bad again. Yeah. Like we're to the point where I was like, oh, I should probably get glasses. And so then I went and got glasses and I walked outside. It's like, oh, trees have leaves. Like you can see them. You can see the individual ones. My thing with my eyesight is that my my eyes are just not that bad. My prescription in my right eye is negative 0.5. But the problem is, is that my prescription in my left eye is like considerably worse 
so it gives me a headache. It's like my left eye is still not bad enough that I, I have a hard time with it. But if I did not wear glasses, I would have a headache. I would be able to drive without glasses if I had to. I would be able to like, I could definitely like go through the day like inside the house without my glasses on and never have any issues at all. Yeah, yeah. I could, uh, I could get, I could get around and do stuff. I feel, I feel like the other parts of my brain would light up a little bit and kind of compensate for it. But uh, if I got an eye patch on my left side, I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't have to wear glasses at all. I should get an eye patch and just use my right eye and just have like perfect vision. Just, <laughs> that might be a smart idea. Just leave your one out there and then you have a backup. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing, we're in an era right now where sure, in a normal year, in a normal time, in this American century, you might go out into the park to catch a ball and you would need depth perception. You'd mm -hmm. need stereo vision because the difference in the image from one eye to another helps you gauge how far away something is. Mm -hmm. So uh, without that, you would see literally in two dimensions, right? Yeah, right. But everything is close enough and nothing's getting thrown at you. Mm -hmm. You're in the house and that is one of our major rules. No throwing. A couple years ago, uh, now I'm not I'm not a big thrower. I don't chuck stuff around. And Natalie really hates stuff being thrown around, which is fine. It's reasonable because I really too, hate when people throw stuff at me. It's I toss stuff to me. I hate it. Suddenly, you have pressure of having to catch, and like, you might have something else in your hands. I understand uh, that. And I then, have a computer in my lap. Yeah, really? yeah. Most likely, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I usually do. Yeah. In the the chaotic energy it brings to the house to just start whipping stuff around is just like not my vibe. A couple of years ago, we were doing uh, a family Christmas, extended family Christmas. We had a bunch of people around. It was at somebody else's house, and somebody got a box of uh, uh, puffs. They were snowballs. like they were like fake snowballs, and it it was in a box. And the box was just called Snowball Fight, and. <laughs> So I feel like that got us up on the wrong leg because somebody, a kid, whoever opened it and is like snowball fight. Let's get it. <laughs> and then everybody opened it up and started whipping all these little puffies around the room at each other. They were like weightless and they they didn't go that fast. But all of a sudden, everybody was throwing this shit around the room. And I turned and I looked at Natalie and Natalie just had like the most World War II look on her face. <laughs> I could visibly, she just retreated within herself. <laughs> like you can see, it's like I saw a great darkness and at the end, a tiny door and I watched you walk through the door and shut it behind you. <laughs> like I'm going in here now until this is over. Right. Well, here's the thing with my family, right? Is that they're lovely. I have no complaints about my family. But on a fundamental level, I am the complete opposite of like, literally everybody in my family like the way i interact with the world is totally different the things that i enjoy is completely different the like everything that you could have different between you and somebody else that's how it is with me and my family and so they are all extremely like gregarious and they will like roughhouse and and like it's not it's not how i do it it's not how i do it right yeah and so I learned when I, by probably by the time I got to be in like preschool or kindergarten, I learned how to just like turtle up. <laughs> 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 Go inside, Natalie. You don't have to. You don't have to participate. <laughs> just 
got to wait it out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that they're having fun. And I wish that I could have fun doing stuff like that so easily. I think my thing with the throwing is I have really bad depth perception. Mm -hmm. Probably because my eyes are crossed. Uh Uh-huh. You know, my problem is with the throwing is part, a big part of it is that I have major league hangups with like maintaining my dignity. And to me, there is like very few things more undignified than getting smacked in the face or something. The other thing is I'm just like, it's like, it's like, surprise, we're doing sports now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, surprise sports is just. Some people, some folks though. Absolutely. If you're like surprised sports, they go, yes. <laughs> With a big fist pump. Oh, yeah. Get it, get it. <laughs> you know, maybe 2021 is the year of sporting Adelaide. No, I don't think it is. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, going gonna, we, I'm going way weird than I've ever gone before. I'm not going sporty, baby. We're going spicy girls. You're going to do sporting Adelaide. <laughs> oh, <no>. And I'm <laughs> going to be posture posture mate <laughs> and <laughs> you're gonna be british now <laughs> no but it's it, no because she called herself that as posh yeah, spice yeah, right. and then nona can be one of the other nona can be the one that's in the british flag i don't remember all i don't remember spice spice. <laughs> i i think so the nona. i think the politically <laughs> The politically correct term might be otaku spice. (laughs) That's what she is. (laughs) Yeah, okay. If you want to be my uwu. I wanted to be scary. I would obviously go for scary spice if I had to be a spice girl. Because it wouldn't be us going any different. If you were scary spice and I was affable but addled spice... Like, we're not doing matchy-matchy. We're going in a different direction. <laughs> I was planning on like, taking it to Creepy Spice, maybe. like It's a lateral move, I think. <laughs> so, um, there's a bunch of different kinds of glasses. You can have corrective glasses, right? That's the most common. As for people who are like, I can't see it. And, well, now you can, bitch, right? Those are those, are those ones, right? Yeah, I remember the first time my doctor told me that. <laughs> hey, look at you, bitch. <laughs> so my guy always says to me. <laughs> my guy's always very, my eyeglass guy who puts my lenses in, he, I think that I'm like a special treat for him whenever I show up. He's like, let's see what this bitch got today. <laughs> She's got some bullshit. She's going to make me put some lenses in. <laughs> The most common type of corrective lenses are single vision lenses. You can also have bifocals, trifocals, and progressive lenses. I tr- I got those ones. They were the ones, they had a wild name. They were called like Skyview or something. Mm-hmm. But it was split in the glasses. It, it was in effect, it was bifocals. But there was one for reading where you look down and it was different and you look up and it's like you get more further vision when you look up mm-hmm. and then when you're looking down then that is like less magnification because the idea is that you the ophthalmologist who came up with this apparently decided that humans are either reading or driving at any point in time yeah, uh-huh. as it turns out 
I am seldom reading on a book in my lap and seldom driving. I use the computer a lot and it's ergonomically set up and I have an ergonomic place to sit because otherwise my whole, my back and my shoulders, my arms and everything get fucked up because sure. I have to be on the damn computer. Sure, got a shit <laughs> What I found was my computer screen was always in the middle of the progression and so it was like trying to look at it through a glass of water mm -hmm. so i would either look down over my glasses which was a very old guy thing to do or i would tilt my head up and have to look at the computer through the bottom of my glasses which is also an old guy thing to do yeah <laughs> you know what <laughs> gotta embrace it instead of george washington who stole teeth from slaves I want to grow old like Tony Honk and just be a beloved person who just has fun and everybody likes him. Tony Honk. <laughs> the skateboarder. Oh, yeah. Tony Honk. <laughs> so I returned them and I made the genius move of saying, give me two of your finest glasses. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just have computer glasses and not yeah. computer glasses. Yeah. Yeah. I have my computer glasses I just wear all the time. And then if I need to see the TV from far away, then I put on my other glasses because let's be real. I don't really do anything else. Yeah, right. Yeah. If I were going to go in the park and go throw a ball around, then I would probably put on my TV glasses, except I'd probably call them my sports glasses. <laughs> Your TV glasses. <laughs> the screen that's slightly farther away. <laughs> And I think there's something particularly young and vital, actually, about having a pair of glasses that are your TV glasses. <laughs> you are young and vital. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, they have um, safety glasses. Um, safety glasses, you wear them to make sure things don't go in your eyeball when you're working on stuff. So, like, if you're a construction worker or a machinist, someone who works, like, in the lab at a hospital or wherever anything where you have eyeballs that are leaving you open to damage uh -huh. you gotta cover the eyeballs another kind of glasses that people wear is sunglasses they block uv light and then that also would include your progressive lens like the transition lenses and the dark tint on the lenses makes it so some of the light gets blocked and it doesn't go in your eyes it just reflects back off mm-hmm and maybe if they're tinted dark, it's also they're partially absorbing it. Yeah, that's true. One day I'm going to open up my sunglasses and get all that energy out. <laughs> Eat it. I, I was thinking of, I like how when I'm talking about getting the photonic energy out of my sunglasses, my thought is that I would make an eternal power source for free that would not cause any pollution. And your idea was that I would eat it. <laughs> Well, I was thinking about you eating it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, there's 3D glasses. Those are glasses. So yeah. they would have, like, different lenses on either side that would make it so your eye would collect different visual information and then combine the two and make the image look three-dimensional. Have you ever seen a 3D movie? Maybe a Kosai or something. I've never seen, like, a feature film. I could not tell you exactly what it was, but I know when I was a kid, I saw a 3D movie in the theater. I almost feel like it was Transformers. I remember we went, we watched it, and I was like, huh? 
there was something about it that seemed so overtly fake to me, I felt like they were trying to trick me. Some stuff I have trouble enjoying because I feel like it's a trick. I've seen 3D movies, but there are always 3D movies that were edited to be like rental movies that were not 3D. And so they were just like a regular movie where people just real awkwardly would occasionally like reach into the foreground of the, sh of the shot. Like you could tell what, what shots, you could tell what shots were supposed to be like taking advantage of the 3D technology, <laughs> even though you didn't have it. Yeah. <laughs> That's my experience with 3D movies. Oh my God. But I do, I do feel like I, I maybe saw one like at a science center, like something about sharks or some shit, but it, there was no plot to it. <laughs> I took Nona to see a 3D movie. She was probably about six. Did she hate it? We went down to the science museum down here. It was just one of those days. I, she was out of school or something. I took her. We were going to go down there and go down and do something else in the neighborhood. We planned this whole day out. Just went down, took her around. We went and saw the exhibits and stuff. And we go into the movie theater and we get these glasses. And I'm like, shit, like this never works for me. Mm -hmm. Right? Because mm -hmm. I have to. I have to put them over my glasses and then I can't see. And they give you like these loner 3D glasses, which of course now is a nightmare because I don't know about you, but I'm a germaphobe now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a great, that's a great new upgrade for me as I have other things that are dysfunctional about me. So that's good. Just thinking about taking somebody else's glasses and putting them on my face is mildly upsetting me. Just thinking about mm -hmm. it. But I took them and I put them right on my face and I was like, these are dirty. Somebody put their hand on it. I just kind of rubbed it on my shirt and put it back on my face. Right. Didn't wash my hands. Right. <laughs> Licked them off. <laughs> and so we're sitting there and there's an intro to the movie and they go through the whole like, this is funded by Battelle, Partners in Science. Like, yeah, I bet you got some money. <laughs> yeah. And then... It starts up and there's like some, there's some waving grain. It's like a field and you can see it and it really is 3D. It was some kind of polarization thing. It mm -hmm. wasn't the red and blue 3D. And you know, you hear some birds chirping. That was a sound, that's not 3D. We're sitting there and the camera pans up and an airplane goes over and it's so loud that the floor kind of shakes. And I look over at Nona and she's like, can we go now? <laughs> and I was like, sure, I mean. I don't care. I'm not enjoying this. I was doing this for your enjoyment, but apparently we wasted both of our time. I was just sitting here in this nasty theater with my feet stuck to the floor, vibing on these dirty ass fingerprint glasses. <laughs> uh, they make uh, also they make magnification glasses, which you would put on like if you're doing tiny stuff or if you like needed to enlarge something because your your lookers weren't looking big enough. Uh, <laughs> I think my dentist has those. Uh -huh. Surgeons like to put those on yeah, too. Yeah, I've wanted some of those before. Are they expensive? I think they might be a little bit. That's see if they were cheap, you'd see everybody in them. Yeah. Just up on your forehead waiting to go in case you see something really small. You got to get a better look. I always like doing little teeny stuff. I feel like I should get some bigger eaters. That's a great word. <laughs> bigger eaters. I need to find my bigger eaters. I can't see this thing too good. The look, it's too little. I need to make it more bigger. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> yeah, we're going to do a quiz. Tell me all the different parts of a pair of glasses. The lenses. You know Hold they're on. on the list. Yes. That's the main. Yeah. Uh -huh. That's the main part of the glasses. Yeah, is the lenses. The lenses. Mm -hmm. Oops. Did you just add lenses to your list? 
I didn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't like the way they were on the list. Because they were on a list with some other different parts. And so I wanted to make them as a separate item. <laughs> Actually, you thought I was throwing you a bone. In fact, I was just like making it slightly harder. The bridge. Uh, yes, that is the part that connects the eyes on your glasses. The arms, the side pieces. Okay, those are... Those are called the temples. Okay, my next guess is the temples. Well, I mean, I can give you credit for it. It's like when I went to the when I went to the vet and the vet said, "What's wrong with your dog?" I said, "His passenger side rear arm is messed up." <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "His leg," and I was like, "Well, you went right to it. You knew which one I was talking about." <laughs> See, this is the thing is that people who like to correct how you speak, if you understood what I said, then there's nothing for us to discuss. It's, English is a living language, and I'm going to change it however I fucking want. I don't care what your style guide says. I give a hot fuck about your style guide. Your style guide's not my boss. The cops are not my boss. Go the president on. is not my boss. God Go is on. not my boss. That's right. So why am I going to have you tell me I can't say I can say biggerator, and you can't kill me in a way that matters. <laughs> My next guess is the hinges. <laughs> a pair of hinges connecting the end pieces to the temple. What about the hooks on the back that hook over your ears? Is that just part of the temple? Um. The kickbacks. The glasses dog leg. End <laughs> pieces. We call them end pieces. I would call that a looker hooker. <laughs> the looker hookers, my biggerator attachment device. <laughs> I had to get the the little dork things on my glasses. My glasses are so big that I had to get like the dork strap things like on the backs of my pieces you, to you, hook them onto my ear. You need to be when you are talking about eyeglasses and you talk about dork attachments to eyeglasses. There's like seventy four yeah, right. possible answers. Yeah, they're, they're the ones that they attach to the arms of your glasses and they make it so you have a big loop that goes all the way around your ear because if i do not do those my glasses will not stay on my face at all because i have the combination of a pair of glasses that weigh about seven ounces and the littlest nose in ohio yeah <laughs> well, you made it work that's what's important right right the screws i think that's part of the hinge though it's not on the list i'm sorry what about coatings on the lenses? Does that count as that's, a part? That's not a, that's not a standard part. I mean, I can lick your glasses and spit is not a part of glasses. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I think we nailed it from tip to toe. Yeah. How many parts did we miss? You missed a lot of them. Um, you, you missed the rims around the lenses, the chassis, which is uh, – the combination of the eye wires and the bridge. Okay. Um, the brow bar, which is the part up here, top bar, and it, that also would be like the part that makes like aviator glasses. Okay. Um, you forgot the nose pads, uh, arm pads, temple clips, which is what the hinge hooks into on the back of your glasses. Um, yeah, you just missed a bunch of it. You know, sometimes if you look too close up at something, you miss the bigger picture. Right. Of course. You should take your glasses off and get a better look at them. <laughs> Man, that's a real. That's one of the indignities of life, right? Right. Uh huh. So, when do you think that they started having glasses? I would imagine that they would have had to create glass. I don't remember when glass was created. 
I mean, people had monocles. Does monocle count as glasses? Yes. So any kind of vision improvement device? They could have had monocles going back quite a way, and then it would be a very mad scientist thing to do to just take two monocles and and kind of rig them up on your face. Mm -hmm. Probably... I, probably 500 CE. No, they didn't have glasses until like the 13th century. What? Because I like use it, they have to have glass or they have to be able to grind it in a particular way in order to have it be a lens, right? I was assuming that they developed it like in the Islamic world and then there were like folks riding around with glasses and then they came to, to Europe and the Europeans stole them all and was like, these are bullshit. And then they're like, we invented these. I just kind of assumed that was the pathway. Well, that is usually the pathway, but you might be interested to learn about the history of glasses today. People first started talking about looking through something and having it change the size or the way something looked. Like having a transparent thing that you would look through that would change the way the thing looked. Back then, this was in Greek and Roman times. And the first mention of this um, was by Pliny the Elder. And he talked about Nero looking through gemstones in order to see, see things change like that. Okay. And so that was the first mention of anything like that. Ptolemy wrote a book called Optics, which was the first, like, explanation of using a convex lens in order to magnify an image and in the 10th century ibn Saul, who was in the arabic world also wrote a book of optics that covered more information with lenses and stuff like that and then it led to them developing something in the 1200s called reading stones which to me sounds like just like a bare lens that you look through they first made eyeglasses in northern Italy in the 1300s. So they were Italian. Now, you were saying that, you know, it was from the Middle East. No, I just made that up. And then it came over here, and we said we made it. Because that's usually how how they do with math. And they do with all kinds of stuff. Medicine. Like, all kinds of shit. We are not above, like, having, like, white people steal the work of other people. But there was a theory that they started making glasses in the Middle East. But they found that, in fact, what happened was Italy was shipping them thousands of pairs of glasses. Oh, really? Yeah. And so they were getting their glasses from Italy. Well, Italy is where the headquarters of Luxottica still is Mm -hmm. in modern day. And Luxottica makes eyeglasses. Any eyeglasses you get that are branded with Prada, Gucci, Dolce & Gabbana, all the big fashion houses... Those are all just made by Luxottica. Mm. Those aren't actually made by the companies. Right, right, right. Almost, I would say that all of my glasses, with the exception of like one or two pairs, are like fashion glasses. My main MO when I get glasses is like, I'll be like, I'm going to need to get glasses sometime in the next like however long. And then I'll go on YouTube and I'll watch like fashion shows. And I will look for like the fucking weirdest hugest Prada glasses and then I will go looking for them and I will go looking for them until I find them in like Saks or something like that or Neiman Marcus or wherever and then I will write down I will write down the number the serial number of it and then I'll save the serial number and I'll just keep on looking it up over and over until I find it 
for like 90% off. <laughs> I that I cop them for 90% off and I take those bitches into lens crafters. That's the way to go. <laughs> That's absolutely the no way to go. No one has ever had the same pair of glasses as me when I go anywhere. It's a if good you, setup. Yeah, you had to you had to be committed to. You had to be committed to the sale because otherwise you're a sucker paying full price for that shit. Yeah, don't pay full price for fashion stuff. No. Don't buy fake stuff either. Fake stuff is sweatshop shit. You don't want to buy stuff that a little kid made in a basement. I've got bad news for you if you don't want to buy something that a little kid made in a basement. Well, if you buy something, if you buy an actual high-end item that is made by a fashion house, those items, like a Gucci sweater, is almost always hand-knit by someone who absolutely is making a living wage. Sure. No, I was just saying that everything else in your house is made by kids in a basement. <laughs> That's what I mean. If you if you if you have control over whether or not a child makes something that you you purchase, then you would always make the choice to not have a child make it. Sure. Absolutely. The absolutism, where if everything in your house is not free of it, then nothing then nothing matters. <laughs> No, I just like to point out that very many things are made in poor conditions, and it's a it's a problem. Um, so they made glasses in Italy around the same time they started developing sunglasses, which were originally panes of dark quartz. So they would get like smoky, like gray colored quartz and cut panes of it and make eyeglasses out of them okay. sunglasses um and then there are like people who live in northern places they had sunglasses that were made to cut down on the glare off the snow and most of those were like pieces of bone with little teeny slits in them so if you cut little slits you get refraction because the boundary affects the same Mm-hmm. It's not the same as optical refraction through like a, a glass or quartz or something. Yeah, but. right. People, as soon as people started making glasses, they really started taking off because like, I'm sure just like how it is nowadays, everyone needs glasses. <laughs> and yeah. being able to see stuff is like pretty cool. And so they just started taking off. People just kept on wearing glasses and they were being exported Marco Polo wrote about seeing eyeglasses in China, but they say that those were also imported from Italy. So it should have been, like, he should have known, Marco Polo. He should have known about those glasses already. He probably could have carried them for him. (laughs) Uh, Ben Franklin invented bifocals. Originally, eyeglasses were held in place with your hand. Like he, they would have like a little piece and you would hold them up. Oh, right. Like uh, mm-hmm. like opera glasses. Mm-hmm. Or you would have like a pince nez where it has like the little thing where it clip onto your nose. Pince nez sounds like pinch nose. Yeah. They probably picked that name for just a little play on words to them. Well, I mean, it's probably to them is probably what pinch nose means. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and so they eventually, like, as time progressed, they were like, well, why don't we put side pieces? And then originally the side pieces were just straight, and so you still had to hold them because they would go right off your face. Yeah. And then they just kept on making better and better until now they stay on like a bitch. It sounds like it took an extremely long time to create modern glasses, which now, looking at them, seems like an obvious design. Mm-hmm. But it really took us an extremely long time. Like how people got cars and people were driving cars around for like 60 years. And then somebody's like, hey, maybe we should put like a restraint in here. So if you bump into something, you don't fly right out the window. (laughs) But it takes people a minute. People aren't that bright. Hey, my glasses have been 
My glasses have been sliding off my face for like 48 years, bro. I need some look hooks on the end of these. <laughs> I got the super look hooks. You see my look hooks? Bonus level look hooks. Uh-huh. Hold those bitches on like a bitch. So for most of the history of people wearing glasses, people thought they were unfashionable. They thought they made people look like dorky assholes and looked uh, made people look as though they were ripe for harassment. You know, people like to mock smart people for being nerds. Uh-huh. Originally, they would make fun and uh, be shitty to clergy because those were the guys who originally had glasses the most because those were the guys who read. Okay, because they always had to read. Mm-hmm. And so they had an association of people who wear glasses or like weaklings and they're old and they're like, they definitely don't like throwing shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the stigma of wearing glasses and the connotations of being like a punchable nerd like continued into the 1900s. It was kind of rolled back slightly with Theodore Roosevelt, who everyone loved, and he wore glasses, and people loved him anyway. (laughs) That was awful nice of him, wasn't it? uh In the UK, they also hated people who wore glasses, and they said they looked like weak assholes and shitty guys. I would see in media, or on the television, you would see, especially older shows, about people who had trouble with glasses and people who wore glasses would get made fun of. I don't think it ever happened. I don't think any th- anybody ever said anything to me about wearing glasses unless it was like my eye doctor. <laughs> or it was like my swimming teacher that's like, you need to take your glasses off in the pool. <laughs> yeah, right. No one ever made fun of me for wearing glasses because like... I've always worn glasses that made it look like I was absolutely wearing them on purpose. <laughs> yeah. When I think about somebody being made fun of for glasses, I think about like a black and white Twilight Zone that pans in. Hey, for us. <laughs> yeah, somebody says that and he's like, me? And then he reaches up to his face. He's like, I don't even remember buying glasses. I I must be in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the time you get to be about 65 years old, 93% of people have glasses. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, you know, I know so many people with glasses that whenever I know anybody who does not wear glasses, I don't trust them. Ooh, really? Why is that? Like, why don't you need glasses? Everyone needs glasses. You think you're better than us? Are you just, like, not reading? That's interesting. Do you think our kid needs glasses? She doesn't have any. I've thought before, I've wondered before why she wouldn't need glasses, because both her parents need glasses. Maybe she's hiding something. <laughs> I don't think we should trust her until we get this figured out. Maybe that's why her handwriting's so bad. It's because she can't see it that good. Uh, much to think about. <laughs> we should test her vision tomorrow. Yeah. How do you do that? We'll figure it out. We'll make it up. <laughs> oh, you need to do uh, E-M-P-T-O-Z-L-C-Z-F. You need to do that little, Yeah. that big chart. Do you have the chart memorized? You shouldn't memorize a chart because you're you're compromising your visual health. No, well, in the, it's not like I'm cheating on the test. I've just looked at it, and I don't think I know all the letters, especially the smaller ones. <laughs> You'll never know those, those ones. Well, a few years back, though, a few years back, I went into the office and it was like everything changed, and I I went in and uh, the damn little thing where it shoots you in the eye. The lady operating it was like. Uh, 
all right, well, this is this machine. And I was like, I know, I've been doing this. She's like, no, we changed it. It's not as bad. And it just like clicked. And I was like, is that it? I did not get blasted in the eye. She's like, no. And then I went into the back office to to get the actual doctor work done. And she threw up the, the big E, like the big letter E chart. And then she's like, okay, read this line. Then she clicks it and fucking all the letters change. It was like digital. It was the digital e chart. <laughs> yeah. My doctor has the digital prescription making machine thing where I just look through it and, and then they just go beep, up, up. And then they're like, does that look all right? I'm like, yep. And I'm like, all right, go home. So it like, like scans your eyes? Uh-huh. Yeah, it scans your eye and it, and it figures out what your prescription should be like without without your input, really. I We have the same insurance. Why don't I have access to this? I go to LensCrafters, but your prescription is so bad that LensCrafters can never deal with it. So you go to the, to the regular eye doctor. Uh, <laughs> you would think the regular eye doctor would have the eyeball measuring computer. Yeah, they're not cranking out 19 pairs of Prada eyeglasses for me every year. <laughs> <laughs> Modern glasses are made of plastic instead of glass. That's so if you get hit in the face with someone's throwing shit, your eyeball doesn't get cut out of your fucking stupid head. Polycarbonate. <laughs> it also completely it also completely ruins the plot of a Twilight Zone episode, Time Enough at Last. Time Enough at Last is my favorite episode of the Twilight Zone. It's just a guy completely obsessed with reading all the time. He, he hates his life and he's always trying to read. And then one day, I mean, this came out 71 years ago, so no spoilers. Yeah, if you haven't, if you haven't seen it yet. Then. But so there's, he's in the bank vault because he works in the bank and he always hides a book in his jacket pocket to read at the bank <laughs> instead of doing his work. And uh, he's in the bank vault and a nuclear bomb goes off and he comes out and he's like, ah, everybody's dead, looks like. Yep. And he goes to the library and he's like, wow. Now I can read all the books I want. And then he dropped his glasses and his glasses shattered because they were made out of like drinking glass, glass, I guess. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Joke's on you, buddy. Yeah. No, there was time now, right? Not, no, not anymore. You just drop them and you're like, I got a little scuff on these. Yeah. Lady who calls me cross-eyed is going to be mad. You need to shuffle your ass over to the fucking store and find yourself a new pair of glasses, bitch. So when they had those reading stones, they wouldn't really like... It wasn't something they would look through. They would like put it like down on the thing. So it was more like a magnifying glass. So it was probably the focal length on it was real short or something, mm-hmm. huh? It was probably also very thick. Imagine like how thick your glasses were when you were younger compared to how thin they're able to make them now. And then think about it being like the Roman times. Yeah. Oh, that's why they did all the fucking glasses in Italy. Because that's what the Romans turned into. <laughs> So a monocle is a single lens that you would wear in one eye where you only need correction in the one eye. So it may, I could probably have a monocle also. I think that would be a bridge too far. That's a little too, like, steampunk for me. Steampunk is the most, like, like socially awkward fashion movement, I think, in the world. I think you can do stuff that's outre. You can make fashion choices that are mildly transgressive. But I think monocle is one where it is, you can make choices that give you the same function as something else. Mm -hmm. If you wear a shirt that doesn't restrict your movement, then it's the same as any other shirt that doesn't restrict your movement, but you might pick one that's more fashionable. Mm -hmm. For aesthetic reasons, a monocle would require you to either 
wedge it in your eye socket or squint your face up to hold it there, right? Mm -hmm. Or you would have to hold it with your hand. And that's just, you can't live your life like that. Plus, you do not have a waistcoat to hook your monocle to with a chain. I have a big ass hoodie, bitch. Well, it doesn't have buttons <laughs> to latch a chain onto. I think I can that attach it to my hoodie, my hoodie tie wrapper. What's this guy called? A tie wrapper? A drawstring. Yeah. You uh-huh. could put a monocle on your drawstring. I think the only hoodie modification that I will accept is the one where they made it so you, the drawstrings are just a tube and you just put the tube in your mouth and suck on it and the other end is hooked to a vape. Yeah, I need that. That's very... Patch it to my mighty. That's like when people wear their hoodies backwards and they fill the hood up with popcorn. They eat <laughs> out of it like a horse. Yeah, that's not it. No, I'm afraid. I'm afraid it's not. What did you learn about glasses today? There's more parts to them than I thought. Yeah. I thought it was a simple setup and I thought that the layout and architecture of glasses was self-evident. But apparently it took humanity an excessively long time to figure out how to put refractive lenses onto our face securely. Yeah. They should have asked me. I know how to secure something securely to your face. (laughs) This is my specialty. (laughs) You know where you can get something secured onto your face, Natalie? (laughs) Where's that? (laughs) Harlem Township, Ohio. They not only sponsor Garbage Brain University, but they're a great place to go. If you've got refractive lenses, whether they're contact lenses, prescription lenses, prescription sunglasses, prescription goggles, you can see it all through your corrective lenses in Harlem Township. Correct, correct. We're also brought to you by Hazel Technologies, purveyors of packets of a secret special ingredient that'll make it so your fruit does not rot in the mail and you know that your fruit is rotten in the mail right now because your mail is just sitting in the hub not doing shit think about all the fucking rotten apples out there today that could have been prevented by hazel technologies you could say you might have seen it coming (laughs) with your corrective lenses (laughs) thanks hazel and harlem (laughs) we love you Again, we're at patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. If you sign up, you'll get 70 or so episodes you haven't heard, plus access to our Discord community where you can tell us what to talk about. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you soon. I love you. Good night. Good night.